This episode is brought to you by ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. Enter ServiceNow. It puts AI to work for people, for employees, for developers, and even your customers, removing frustration and supercharging productivity. On our intelligent platform, AI isn't just a promise. It's happening today. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Tap the banner to learn more or visit servicenow.com slash AI for people. Let's go live to our favorite Let's spot. Let's do it. Mercedes-Benz Stadium, uh, Super Bowl 53, <laughs> L.A. Rams facing off against the New England Patriots. Uh, I believe Let's go back to Super Bowl of 2019. What happened? Anheuser-Busch, which is the biggest beer company in the U.S., ran a Super Bowl ad for Bud Light. Jennifer Maloney covers the beverage industry, and she'll tell you Anheuser-Busch running an ad in the Super Bowl, not exactly news. Absolutely not. They do it every year. But this one was unusual. It played on the theme, the medieval theme that they'd been exploring for a couple of years. You may have seen a dilly-dilly ad with sort of medieval king and knights giving a rousing cheer. Dilly-dilly. 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 So this one was on the same theme. They had a king and some knights and a wizard, and they received a mistaken shipment of corn syrup. Um, my king, this corn syrup was just delivered. That's not ours. We don't brew Bud Light with corn syrup. So they take this giant barrel, and they go on a quest to deliver it to its rightful owner. Who is? They end up at Miller Light Castle and then Coors Light Castle. Well, well, well. Looks like the corn syrup has come home to be brewed. <laughs> And the thrust of the ad is that... To be clear, we brew Coors Light with corn syrup. Ah. Miller Light and Coors Light are brewed with corn syrup, and Bud Light is not. And this one ad campaign basically set up one of the biggest beer fights in the history of America. It was a big one. Today on the show, how a Super Bowl ad kicked off months of conflict and allegations of recipe stealing between two of the world's biggest brewers. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Ryan Knudsen. It's Monday, November 18th. Maybe you've heard that it's a golden age for beer and that there's never been more choice. Hoppy beers, sour beers, beers brewed in wine barrels or with coriander and sea salt— But America's biggest brewers will tell you... Beer is on the decline in America. People are drinking less beer overall, but particularly drinking less of the traditional light American lagers that were iconic brands. Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light. These are all in decline. Some people have switched from beer to wine and spirits, and overall people are just drinking less alcohol altogether. So it's not just the microbreweries that are coming in and disrupting the big, giant beer companies like Budweiser and Coors Light. It's really just a fundamental change in American tastes. Exactly. So this has left the big beer brewers in a quandary because while they try to diversify their portfolios and offer things that people do want to drink, they're still having to deal with massive losses in volume on the the beers that sort of supported their businesses for decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I think about it, I actually am drinking a lot more mezcal than beer 
these days. There you go. Yeah. The perfect millennial target. Exactly. The numbers are stark. A beer trade group reported that in 2017, drinkers chose beer just 50% of the time. That was down 10% from the mid-90s. Among 20-somethings, the stats are even worse. From 2006 to 2016, their beer consumption fell by almost a quarter. And so, a few years ago, the beer industry did something unusual. These beer companies, who are normally fierce competitors, started thinking about working together. So one of the things that the big U.S. beer companies were thinking about was a got milk style campaign. It would have been across the whole industry. Everyone would have pitched in to do a, an ad campaign to try to get people to drink more beer. So like a got beer, basically. Yeah. It sort of was born out of this desperation, this recognition that the whole beer category was declining. They were all struggling. So they got together. They hashed out some ideas. It was still very nascent, but it was something that they were moving towards. And then Anheuser-Busch put the whole thing in jeopardy with its Super Bowl ads. Miller Lite is made with barley, water, hops, hop extract, and corn syrup. Bud Light is made with barley, rice, water, hops, and no corn syrup. Hey, is someone whispering beer ingredients in there? After Anheuser-Busch's corn syrup ads ran, Miller Coors announced that it was pulling out of the Got Beer project. Did that corn syrup ad surprise you? It did. Because usually the market leader doesn't attack its rivals. Anheuser-Busch is the biggest beer company in the United States, in the world, actually. And it also runs the risk of casting a negative light on beer overall. Like, is a TV watcher going to come away with the impression that Bud Light is better and Coors Light and Miller Light are worse because they have corn syrup? Or is that viewer going to come away with the impression that, oh, beer has corn syrup in it? Gross. So... Why did Anheuser-Busch do it, do you think? I mean, they had to have known that this was going to put this campaign in jeopardy, right? They felt like they wanted to educate people on the ingredients of their beers. They felt like there was not enough understanding about how pure and natural their beers were. Something I've never associated with Bud Light, I have to say, pure and natural. So Anheuser-Busch wanted to educate the public about The ingredients, they decided that they were going to voluntarily list the ingredients of their beers on the packaging. And as part of that campaign, they decided to run this series of ads, including billboards and TV ads, calling out the fact that Bud Light is not brewed with corn syrup. Miller Light and Coors Light are. What happened after these ads came out? Well, immediately there was outcry. And it wasn't just from Miller Coors. The Corn Growers Association was up in arms. The corn growers. They're like, hey, corn syrup is fine. Yes. In fact, the vice president of the National Corn Growers Association shared a video of himself pouring Bud Light down the drain. Oh, my gosh. Bud Light, you're not standing with corn farmers. We're not standing with you. But do Miller Light and Coors Light actually use corn syrup? The ads were a little confusing if you don't understand the fermentation process. In the fermentation process, yeast converts sugar to alcohol. And some beers, including Miller Lite and Coors Light, use sugar that's in the form of corn syrup. Yeast then converts that to alcohol. So Miller Lite and Coors Light both say that they don't have corn syrup in the final product. And it's not the same as high fructose corn syrup 
which is a sweetener used in sugary sodas, for example. Anheuser-Busch says they rely on rice, barley, and malt in their brewing process for Bud Light, not corn syrup. But Miller Coors was quick to point out that other Anheuser-Busch drinks do use corn syrup, even high-fructose corn syrup. Their berry Arita beverage contains it. But Miller Coors went even further in its response. The company launched its own ad during the NCAA tournament. Miller Coors' ad picked up where Anheuser-Busch's left off, imagining what happened behind the scenes on the set of Anheuser-Busch's original medieval-themed attack ad. Yeah, it ran an ad depicting the wrapping up of a film shoot for a Bud Light ad. So you see all these sort of knights on a battlefield. So that same medieval theme that Bud Light was using. Right, same medieval theme. The soldiers and the knights are sort of splayed out on this battlefield. Got it. Got it. Cut, cut, cut. And then you see the actors sort of pick themselves up and go into a break room, and there's a cooler with Miller Lite and Bud Light side by side. And the actors go for Miller Lite. Of course they do. Of course. And from there, the tit-for-tat continued. Anheuser-Busch had expected Miller Chorus to shoot back with its own ad, and they were ready. In fact, they had already filmed a response ad, which they released right after Miller Coors came out with its ad. Miller, Miller, Miller. I have been made aware of your recent advertisement. I brought you your shipment of corn syrup, and this is how you repay me? But then Miller Coors took the fight off screen. Miller Coors sued. The company took Anheuser-Busch to court, alleging that the company's ads were false and misleading. And Miller Coors actually got the judge to granted temporary injunction, blocking Anheuser-Busch from running some of these ads that mentioned corn syrup. What was the rationale? Miller Coors argued that the advertising and the messaging was misleading consumers into believing that Coors Light and Miller Light contained high-fructose corn syrup, which has been linked to obesity and is like a very controversial and vilified ingredient. So even though they didn't say high-fructose corn syrup, the fact that the ad said corn syrup just drew the association in consumers' minds, and therefore it was misleading advertising. Right, that was their argument. They also argued that by saying brewed with corn syrup, they left the impression in consumers' mind that the end product contained corn syrup, which they said it didn't. But as the case was winding its way through the court system, something happened that no one was expecting. So there was a really surprising twist. A fight over a Super Bowl ad was about to become a fight over corporate espionage. That's after the break. Welcome back. After Miller Coors sued Anheuser-Busch over its allegedly misleading ads, both companies had to turn over documents to each other. And in the pile of documents from Miller Coors, Anheuser-Busch spotted something interesting, something the company was probably not expecting. Anheuser-Busch discovered a series of text messages between a Miller Coors employee and one of their own employees. These are people who work in the breweries. The Miller Coors employee used to work in Anheuser-Busch. Okay. And apparently still knows people there. The texts started shortly before the Super Bowl, but they really picked up after the game, 
after Anheuser-Busch premiered its new medieval-themed corn syrup ads. Court documents show that after the Super Bowl, the Miller Corps employee texted someone at Anheuser-Busch, presumably one of his old colleagues. He had a few questions about how his old employer was brewing its beers. The Miller Coors employee starts asking about corn syrup. Now, dextrose is corn sugar. It's an ingredient in corn syrup. And in these text messages, the Miller Coors employee says, you using dextrose on natural and bush? Now, he's referring here to two beer brands that Anheuser Bush makes. You may have heard of them, Natty Light and Bush or Bush Light. And so the Miller Coors guy is asking, are you using dextrose, a.k.a. corn syrup, in these two other Anheuser-Busch brands. Yeah, so the Miller Coors employee texts to the Anheuser-Busch employee, you're using dextrose on natural and bush? The Anheuser-Busch employee says, no, grits. Grits could be corn or another cereal just ground up. Then the Miller Coors employee comes back, is bush light dextrose? The answer is, no, grits. And then he comes back again. Are some breweries using dextrose? He's really, really Really pushing hard on corn syrup. The answer is partially redacted in the court document, so it's a little garbled. But the answer from the Anheuser-Busch employee is maybe blank. Not sure if they are still blank. We make it with blank in Seville. Oh, and the blanks are redactions. Yeah. I see. But anyway, he's pushing really, really hard on corn syrup, clearly because Anheuser-Busch is making a huge deal about corn syrup in the ads. So this Miller Coors guy is trying to see if he can find evidence of corn syrup in other brands. I see. So... This Miller Coors employee is trying to catch Anheuser-Busch using corn syrup also. Exactly. This Miller Coors employee, he just decided to get this dirt on Anheuser-Busch on his own? That's a very interesting question because the text messages give us some clues. According to the text messages, the day after the Super Bowl ad runs, the Miller Coors employee texts his buddy over at Anheuser-Busch and says, I got a few calls already from corp folks, meaning corporate folks, asking about Bud Light. We must be prepping a retaliation. Uh Uh-huh. And then he says, it's definitely got people here's attention. First time I've ever been CC'd on emails with Pete and CEO. Wow. Okay, the CEO. And who's Pete? Well, we don't know for sure, but the most famous Pete in the company is Pete Coors, as in Coors Light. But Miller Coors wasn't just interested in corn syrup. They were interested in all aspects of Anheuser-Busch's brewing process, presumably anything that might give them some ammo for a counterattack in this ad war. And at one point, during the time these texts were flying back and forth, Miller Coors got its hands on the mother load. Someone inside the Anheuser-Busch brewery, the court documents don't say who, sent Miller Coors the secret recipes for two of Anheuser-Busch's biggest beers, Bud Light and Michelob Ultra. Oh, wow. How was this uncovered? In these court documents, there are printouts of the secret recipes for Bud Light and Michelob Ultra. And according to Anheuser-Busch, they were printed out inside an Anheuser-Busch brewery. They were folded up. They were secreted out of the brewery. Then they were photographed and sent by text message to Miller Coors. Huh. So they were printed, photographed, and then texted. Why deploy a strategy like that? These control rooms are very limited in terms of employee access to information. So everybody who goes in has to swipe a badge so that 
Anheuser Busch knows who accessed the recipes at what time on what day. Uh huh. Because this is the ultimate trade secret for a beverage company. Right. And it's not just the ingredients. It has detailed information on the type of hops, where they're grown, volumes and and amounts and temperatures, and so it's sort of the whole roadmap on how this beer was brewed in like its most recent batch. Sort of like they got the whole enchilada. They got the whole enchilada. And I think that they got it not because they wanted to brew Bud Light, but because they really wanted to see what was in it and how it was brewed to see if there was anything in there that they could use in this war against Anheuser-Busch. It's not clear what intel, if any, Miller Coors gained from getting its hands on Anheuser-Busch's recipes. What it did get them, though, was another lawsuit. Anheuser-Busch sued Miller Coors, saying, quote, We take our trade secrets seriously and will protect them to the fullest extent of the law. And so what does Miller Coors say about this recipe-stealing accusation? Miller Coors had kind of a tongue-in-cheek response. Oh. They said, Miller Coors respects confidential information and takes any contrary allegations seriously. But if the ingredients are a secret, why did they spend tens of millions of dollars telling the entire world what's in Bud Light? So now there are two beer lawsuits. Miller Coors is suing Anheuser-Busch over its ads. And Anheuser-Busch is countersuing, alleging Miller Coors stole its trade secrets. Both cases are still pending. And in the meantime, what's happening to the beer industry? It's still bad. Uh-huh. The Anheuser-Busch market share has continued to fall, so it hasn't mm-hmm. worked. Miller Coors' parent company, Molson Coors, recently announced hundreds of layoffs. It changed its name from Molson Coors Brewing Company to Molson Coors Beverage Company because beer's not doing so great. And they want to diversify their portfolio and offer things that young people are drinking. They have a new canned wine spritzer that they just launched. They've got an alcoholic coffee that they just launched. And they're also going to be investing in a bunch of new non-alcoholic beverage brands They want to be kind of a more complete beverage company so that these younger folks who are coming up and not drinking beer will be attracted to some of their products. What does this saga say to you about the business world beyond beer? It's an interesting conundrum. When your whole industry is tanking, you have three options. The first is work together to try to get people to start drinking beer again. The second is change your business, start selling something else, pivot away from beer. The third option is just to duke it out and fight for scraps in a declining category. Miller Coors and Anheuser-Busch, they're duking it out. But the beer industry is still working on option one, work together. The Got Beer campaign is moving forward. It's called Beers to That, and it's running right now in Austin, Texas. But there's no guarantee it'll work. A little-known fact about those iconic Got Milk ads, they actually didn't get people to buy more milk. So in the long term, Jennifer says, there might just be one strategy for the beer industry. Pivot. I think that ultimately it will be the diversification that all of these beer companies are going to turn to to find the future for their business. It's going to be offering a much broader range of products 
and becoming more than a beer company. That's what they're all focused on right now. That's all for today, Monday, November 18th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and the Wall Street Journal. If you like the show, subscribe on Spotify or wherever you listen. Thanks for listening. We'll see you Tuesday afternoon.